You're listening to Bulletproof Radio with Dave Asprey. Everyone's talking about red light therapy beds and for good reason. There's a company called ARRC LED that's building an entirely new class of LED devices. ARRC LED beds integrate proprietary scanning technology and frequency protocols to shape the delivery of six different wavelengths in dose-optimized photobiomodulation. Yes, that's a lot of words. What it is, though, is that photobiomodulation improves the underlying energetics of the cells in your body. And those changes can benefit nearly every tissue and organ and system in your body. You change your cells and you change your life. For more information, visit ARRCLED.com. What if there was a way to level up your energy, get rid of stress, and take more control of your body? Welcome to Quantum Upgrade. This is a new technology that taps into quantum energy to help you feel amazing. Quantum Upgrade has a lot of different products that help protect you from EMF and help activate your body's natural healing abilities. You can expect better sleep, more resilience, less stress, and better blood flow. The cool thing about Quantum Upgrade is that the products are backed by a lot of heavy-duty scientific studies, and there's a new measurable upgrade. You can now use Quantum Upgrade to increase your consciousness levels between 1,400 and 2,200 on the Hawkins map of consciousness. If you don't know what that means, do some research because it's impressive, it's fun to learn about, and it's something that I've come to understand. Ready to try Quantum Upgrade? Visit quantumupgrade.io slash Dave for a seven-day free trial. Today's cool fact of the day is that when you smile, you use a minimum of 36 muscles. What if there was a way to feel younger for longer? Well, there is. Your body needs something called the NAD plus molecule to help you age well. When you're young, your body makes a lot of NAD plus, and that helps you make energy. It helps you keep your DNA healthy, absorb nutrients well, and it protects your cells from stress. But once you hit about 30, your NAD plus levels start to drop. The good news is that longevity scientists have found some things that can help, like niacin, niacinamide, and niagen. They help your body make more NAD plus even as you age. All three of these are in an amazing formula called Qualia NAD+. Check out Qualia NAD+, risk-free, for up to 100 days at neurohacker.com slash Dave15 to save an extra 15%. That's neurohacker.com slash Dave15, Qualia NAD+. It's what I use. Now, let's get into the show. This is Peter Wasowski. Peter is an inventor and he created a company called Vasper, and he's been working on this stuff for 18 years. Uh, Peter is here on Vancouver Island at the Bulletproof Labs Alpha here, and we just installed a Vasper machine, and there's a, a Facebook Live recording of that earlier uh, where we broadcast my first workout on this thing. And now, Peter, I'm going to describe my experience with the exercise, and then we're going to go into your background, how you got to where you are, but I just want people to understand how impactful this thing is. You get on it, I did essentially the equivalent of a high-intensity interval training session on a, feels like an exercise bike, but one where you're also moving your arms. And you've got these, these compression things on your arms and your legs, and you're sitting on a chilled pad. So you're, you're getting cooled down, you're getting chilled, and a very specific amount of pressure, the specific temperature. So you don't really sweat, but you feel, after just 30 seconds, like 
you've done a horrible number of squats. Like you feel burn in your muscles and it's an incredible hack of the signaling system in your body. And that's why I wanted to have one of these added to the lab and why I think you should go to your local gym and say, you guys have to have one of these because it's it's a workout like no other. It's It's super cool. So I did sleep really well last night as well, which is a side effect of this of this thing. So Peter, welcome to the show, and how the heck did you come up with this idea? Uh, thank you, thank you very much for having me, Dave. Uh, so I came up with this idea after I sold my previous company and uh, moved to Hawaii, and uh, <clears throat> I had two major issues. I had arthritic ankles, because both ankles were broken. Whenever you have a joint break, it develops into arthritis often. And I was also pre-diabetic. My grandfather died of diabetes. And uh, once you live in the tropics, the symptoms of arthritis and the symptoms of high blood sugar become much more acute. So um, I had two choices, either to rely on different types of medications, which uh, obviously have side effects and would have decreased the quality of my life uh, tremendously, or do something different that has not been done before. So, so this technology basically <clears throat> came to being in order to save my own skin. And I had some experience with uh, cooling technology because the company that <clears throat> I was part of before I was a co-founder of it was called Cool Systems. And uh, the product they currently have is called Game Ready. It's used by professional athletes and so forth. So we sold that company in the year 2000. And what did that do? That was like the cooling glove, or what was it? No, no. This was uh, this was basically a piece of equipment that cools the joints okay. uh, after exercise. But the most important part of it was that it could cool the joint in flight. So if you know half of the games that professional athletes have are done away from home. So imagine they get injured in a game and then they climb on an airplane. Mm. Once the plane gets up to 30,000 feet, the cabin is at 8,000 feet. So that injury actually gets worse because the tissues expand <clears throat> at altitude. So this was a piece of equipment that applied what we call a RICE effect. RICE stands for rest, ice, compression, and elevation. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and it actually treated that injury in flight. So for an athlete that makes 10, 20 million dollars a year, that was a huge, okay. huge thing. <clears throat> and we sold the company to to Lee Steinberg, if you've seen the movie Jerry Maguire that was modeled after his life. Cool. <clears throat> and they're doing quite well. The, the product is called Game Ready and, and they're selling, I guess I, I even saw it on eBay uh, for sale. So we sold the company, moved to, <clears throat> to the Big Island, and when I noticed um, a tremendous increase in the arthritic pain that I had, uh, as well as my blood sugar was going up, so I would have to go to uh, insulin injections pretty soon. I wanted to design something that actually addressed the cause rather than the symptom. And uh, <clears throat> you know, I didn't have anything else to do at that point, and uh, this was my focus. So I, <clears throat> the, the, the very, very first uh, piece of equipment that I built was very crude, and um, it had, uh, basically it was a old piece of, uh, air conditioning device <laughs> that I replumbed to cool water rather than air and and built a very crude prototype. But within a couple of weeks of using it, I actually saw the difference <clears throat> where the pain would go away. I would flush the pain pills down the toilet. And then for the first time in 30 years, my blood sugar came back to normal, which was a major shock. 
So I realized that I had something that was working and uh, started using it <coughs> extensively on myself and then friends and neighbors I was part of. I still belong to a canoe club over there and members of the canoe club would come in, Outrigger Canoe Club. And they, they reported great results. How long have you lived in Hawaii? Uh, 18 years. All right. If you're watching this on Facebook Live right now, uh, by the way, if you're listening to the show on iTunes, I've started broadcasting some of these live on Facebook. So if you follow my Dave Asprey profile on Facebook, you'll actually get these ahead of time. Or if you're watching the YouTube channel, which is uh, bulletproof.com slash YouTube, you can find the subscription link there. What Peter hasn't told you is that he's 68 years old and he's lived in a sun-drenched part of the world for 18 years. And you look maybe 50s in, in terms of your skin. Like, like your skin is it's tan but not over tan, but you don't have wrinkles. Is your skin better since you started doing this or have you just always been naturally really youthful? Like, like what happened? Because you don't look your age. Oh, thank you. Actually, in February, I'll be 69 on February 11th. Unbelievable. So. <laughs> but um, I think this has helped a lot. And, okay. um, you know, I've been doing it for a long time, of course. And um, I think that and, and healthy food uh, and lifestyle definitely makes a huge difference. So everything that I've done <clears throat> is geared towards proactive health. So what happens normally, we, uh, you know, when we get sick, we go to a doctor and we hope that the doctor will find a pathway to health for us. And, and uh, sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> an interesting thing about ancient civilizations, like ancient Hawaiians or some of the ancient indigenous cultures, uh, you know, a doctor was paid full salary when everyone in the village was healthy. And uh, of course he was being paid with wood, fish, food, whatever they were paying him. And the minute somebody would get sick, they would pay him less. So what I wanted to design is a piece of uh, technology that actually provides you with proactive health rather than reactive health when you actually become a CEO of your own health. And it, it seems like we found that that technology and, and the people that use these, and we have over 100 of these right now throughout the United States, and we're installing the first two in Europe uh, in about a week and a half, all those people report pretty amazing results which is uh, absolutely the most encouraging and rewarding experience for me. I have sort of a unique, uh, maybe not so unique, but a, my own idea of, of what a definition of happiness is. And if you, it goes like this, if you want to be happy for five minutes, take a nap. If you want to be happy for two weeks, take a vacation. If you want to be happy from time to time, have a drink. Uh, bulletproof water, which is absolutely awesome. I love <laughs> it. This is going to be part of the Vasper uh, hydration system nice. from now on. Um, it has all the good stuff and none of the stuff that you don't want to drink. But if you want to be happy continuously, keep creating positive difference in the lives of others. Yeah. And that's really where the happiness comes from. And you're, you're basically on the same, well, that's why the same tribe. Do, right? Exactly. Well, now... The, the, I did a lot of research on, on Vasper uh, before I, I even had a chance to meet you through, uh, through Dan Sullivan, a strategic coach, uh, and Joe Polish, uh, who's a, another friend also. Um, I, we've, we've run into each other there as well. So I, I got to know you, and I looked at your system even a couple years ago going, All right, this is interesting, but it, it seemed a little expensive. It's not a consumer grade. It, this, this, uh, this is something that's meant to be at professional gyms, facilities, physical therapists, 
uh, and you know maybe even like a Pilates studio or something like that, where you'd come in, you do two, three sessions a week, but you're getting the equivalent of a couple hours. I know this sounds hard to believe, but it's the equivalent of a couple hours of of uh, intense cardio in about 20 minutes. And the reason it's a, the equivalent of that is that you get a lactic acid signal, and tell me if I'm translating some of this wrong, but you get a lactic acid signal in the muscles that comes from a long endurance workout like that, that then triggers cellular repair, but because of the compression and the temperature changes, you're amplifying the signal dramatically. So a smaller amount of exercise equals a big signal, so you get this incredible rejuvenating thing happening systemically as a result of the exercise. Did I nail that? Close, yeah. So basically <laughs> what, what we're doing is biomimicking the physiology that naturally occurs in children. So whenever you see kids your age, you know, when you ever see four, five, six, seven, eight-year-olds, yeah. you don't see them walking. They're always going full speed ahead. If you were to look inside their quad muscles, you'd see very highly concentrated lactic acid. The reason the concentration is high is because the body is short, short the muscles are short, and they, of course, use those muscles tremendously. So they, they concentrate huge amounts of lactic acid. So the, the key word here is concentration, not the amount. The concentration is what drives a very small, uh, I mean, very powerful signal to the pituitary gland, to the brain, requesting growth hormone to rebuild those muscles back to pre-exercise conditions. Children just do that naturally. And, um, of course, they have a high level of hormones growth hormone because they're growing. Right. So they boost those hormone levels. And this is one of the reasons why a child is such a resilient being. If you bring a child to a doctor with a meniscus tear or ligament tear, uh, most of the time there's really no medical intervention necessary. The child recovers very quickly on his own. So we are actually bulletproof until we hit puberty. And once you hit puberty, of course, your body is taller. There's more real estate here. You can no longer concentrate lactic acid at those levels because those muscles are longer. You also don't have time to run around all day. <clears throat> and you're closer to your adult height, so your natural hormone secretions are slowing down. So because of those three things, every 10 years, we lose 14% of our what's called anabolic hormones, the hormones that rebuild our body. 14% every 10 years. And if you go to a medical professional and they check your hormone levels, they say, well, guess what? You're getting older. But the truth is that our hormones don't decline because we age. We age because our hormones decline. So the idea here was to see how we can increase the hormonal production without uh, having to do you know, CrossFit, Insanity, P90X, or some of this very, very intense type of exercise that less than 1% of the people are doing. It, of course, has some injuries tied to it, and, and it's, it's, it's absolutely very, very tough to do. At my age, I would not be, even if I could do it, I would not be comfortable doing it. There aren't a lot of, of 69-year-old CrossFitters, that's very true, or endurance runners either. Like, like any of the, the things that, that you can do until you're 35, get right. progressively more difficult. And I, I know a few people 50 plus who do that. And there are amazing people, you know, like Mark Sisson's been on the show and he still does a ton of exercise. Uh, but even he's switched his you know, long drawn out runs to a, a slower pace because he finally got better results. 
So I, I think the argument is, is, if you're like me, my goal is to live to at least 180 years old. And that's not a joke, and, and it, it's not PR. I actually think it's possible, and I'm doing every damn thing I can to do it. Uh, so one of those things is not destroying my knees. Um, I, uh, I have, I've had three knee surgeries. I had them before I was 23. I have a screw in my right knee. I had arthritis in my knee since I was 14, and it's gone. I, I don't have those problems. I, I've trekked the Himalayas and the Andes. And uh, I still, though, if I was to go play basketball for a while, I'd probably have an, uh, an unstable knee. Uh, so I, I know how much it sucks to be limited in mobility like that. Uh, um, how does the cooling and how does this affect from the Vasper work with bad joints or sore joints or, or things like that? Like what's the stress load that it's putting on the body? Excellent question. And we'll get into cooling. One, one thing I wanted to just briefly point out about uh, intense exercise is that I've done a lot of work with professional athletes and amateur athletes. And, and of course, we all want to look awesome. And a lot of these uh, people that I, that I come across, they, from the outside, their bodies look amazing. Chiseled, beautiful bodies. But then <clears throat> if you check their hormone panels, it's sort of like looking at a car that has 20 <laughs> layers of paint and it's rusting on the inside. So... Many people don't realize the physiological price you pay for you know, running on pavement for two hours or doing very, very intense exercise that actually breaks down your body. Without recovery, right? Without recovery. So Vasper is sort of an antidote to that. But let's get to cooling. So cooling is, is, is very, very important because what happens when we exercise is we normally sweat. In order for your body to sweat, there's a tremendous blood that has, amount of blood that has to be brought to the surface of the skin. And of course, the skin is the biggest organ in your body. It has six and a half million pores. And each one of us has a finite amount of blood on board, which happens to be 8% of your body weight. So if you're looking at a 100-pound person, you're looking at eight pounds of blood inside that person, a little more than a gallon. And if you exercise with intensity, you can actually shunt as much as almost 40% of that blood or close to it, to the surface of the skin. Just for cooling? Just for cooling. Okay. So just to push the sweat through the pores, which means you have less blood flow at the muscle level. And this is precisely why you have sore muscles for a day or two, because there is not enough blood there to remove the lactic acid. But also what happens, which is even more important, <clears throat> is that as your core body temperature goes up and your blood temperature goes up, you're releasing blood oxygen from the, from the blood. And blood is mostly water. So what happens when we heat water, you can actually see the steam coming off of it. That's the oxygen leaving the water. If you cool water, the opposite happens. And the oxygen is absorbed and the water then, of course, you can freeze it and it turns to ice. When you exercise on a different scale, a similar thing happens with the bloodstream. As the blood temperature goes up, it starts releasing blood oxygen. And blood oxygen is what the muscles live on. This is the fuel for the muscle tissue. So the less blood oxygen you have on board, the quicker you reach <clears throat> a condition called where you reach the VO2 max, your ability to metabolize oxygen. And once that happens, you can no longer perform. That's sort of hitting the wall in the athletic terms. So when you're, when you're being cool during a VASPR session, the idea there is not to lower your core body temperature, but to prevent your core body temperature from going up and preventing sweating. So when you prevent sweating, all of the blood flow that you want in the muscle tissue is there because you're not sweating. It's not at the surface of the skin. At the same time, the blood temperature itself is slightly cooler, much closer to your normal range. 
So that means that all the blood oxygen that you need for the muscle tissue is inside the bloodstream. So, so that's the reason for cooling. When you cool cells as well, there's a, a distance electrons have to move inside a cell. The electron a transport system, we used to call it a chain, but it's really a, a diffuse system, more like a chain link fence than a chain. And when you shrink the size of, of one of these, there's a, and now I'm talking like a network engineer because that's actually my background uh, in, in training. I, I used to run the web and internet engineering program at the University of California, believe it or not, uh, back in the early days of the internet. And if you need to send something from, you know, from here to there, it's not a big deal if it takes one second to get there if you only send one thing. But if you need to send something back and forth a billion times, that one second is now a billion seconds. And if you can shrink that one second to half a second, you saved an enormous amount of time because it's amplified by a billion. So when you shrink a cell by making it cooler, even just a little bit, the billions of electrons that flow through it actually flow through it more effectively, more efficiently. So I think you get a cellular improvement there, which is shown in better oxygen consumption, like your, your utilization of the air you breathe you can measure it in, in the gas that is, that's breathed out from your body. Uh, have you seen any other uh, research or done any other research on effects of, of the cooling or just the entire vascular system on mitochondrial size or density or performance or any, anything else in that neighborhood? Yes, yes, absolutely. And that, that has been, there's a lot of work that's been done in that area, especially with people that suffer from uh, heat-sensitive disease, like, for example, multiple sclerosis mm -hmm. or Parkinson's. So what you described is fascinating because that's exactly what happens. So each one of the neurons uh, has a small gap in between, and that gap is called node of RAMVA. So RAMVA was the French anatomist that discovered this. And what happens at a normal core body temperature, that pulse is only 2 milliseconds. It's very small. And if you lower the core body temperature by very slight, about 1.5 degrees Fahrenheit, you actually increase the amplitude by 400% to 8 milliseconds. So what happens is you end up with what's called saltatory conduction. So that drives, you can actually jump over the damaged neuron or you can amplify a much, much stronger signal to the fast twitch muscle fibers and perform much, much better. So uh, the results we've seen with uh, heat-sensitive disease, uh, people like MS, are, are absolutely off the charts. Uh, people that have fibromyalgia and so forth. So this is the, uh, this is precisely what you have described. That's what happens. We we increase the amplitude of the, um, of the electrical impulse, and our body is an electrochemical device. It it's interesting that you talk about fibromyalgia. It, if you've been listening for a while, you might have heard me talk about this. But I've been diagnosed with uh, chronic Lyme disease, uh, fibromyalgia, uh, chronic <laughs> fatigue syndrome, uh, and toxic mold poisoning. And I believe that all of those symptoms can be and usually are tied to environmental toxic mold exposure. I filmed a documentary about that called Moldy. Interviewed some of the top experts in the field as well as people like me who'd been affected by you know, sleeping in a bedroom that had slime behind one of the walls and, and just things that are non-obvious but have a huge impact. And all of those conditions and, and also MS, uh, ALS and Parkinson's have at their core uh, mitochondrial weakness. Your mitochondria stop working. So the, the batteries or the power plants in your body, they don't work. And Headstrong, the, the book where I've spent the last two years researching this, is like, how do you make sure that the weak mitochondria die and the strong ones either get bigger, more efficient, or uh, replicate themselves? So 
you can have more power, literally more power. And like you're saying, you, you can train the body to have more power. And even at the 40 Years of Zen uh, Neurofeedback Institute um, that I've, I've opened up in Seattle, uh, one of the four different things that we do for your brain is we increase the voltage potential in your brain, literally teach the cells in your brain to make more power so that you can use that for thinking. And that's a local effect. Are we teaching our muscle cells to make more power when we're using the Vasper? Like, like what's, the, what's the effect where the cooling is versus everywhere else? Like, what are we doing to the mitochondria there? <clears throat> well, we're definitely increasing the perfusion. There's a tremendous amount of blood that is, uh, is channeled through the entire body, including the, the compressed muscles. And um, so, so there's a huge detox that happens. So the reason uh, CrossFit, uh, Insanity, P90X, those very, very intense anaerobic exercise, actually produces benefits is because it forces this massive um, flow of blood through the body that can only happen during very intense exercise. So we're basically biomimicked and and exactly the same physiology on Vasper, except you're sitting on a chair and the oldest person using Vasper is 97 years old. The youngest is 10 years old. Uh, and then we have Navy SEALs, astronauts, professional athletes in the middle. So we can adjust the software to each one of these people to give them a benefit of very, very strong anaerobic exercise. Uh, and they're safe and they're doing a low impact type of workout. I've had a couple of people ask, uh, what's the difference between this and something called katsu? which is uh, another compression technology. Can you talk about uh, Katsu and Vasper and, and similarities and differences? Sure. So, uh, so Katsu is a very innovative um, uh, type of exercise. This is something that actually got this whole, what's called BFR. BFR stands for blood flow restriction exercise uh, movement going. And, uh, and the gentleman, uh, Yoishi Katsu, is a brilliant man who was a, uh, bodybuilder at one point. And what he discovered is that, uh, you know, in Japan, when you sit, uh, you don't sit on a chair like we're sitting. You're sitting, on, you're basically on the floor and your feet are under you. Yeah. And he discovered at, at one point that if, uh, if you sit there for about half an hour or so, you touch your quads, that the hardness and firmness of those quads is very similar to what it feels like when you do, you pump iron for, for a while. So that's how katsu came to being. And uh, the, the katsu uses a very uh, small part of what Vasper is all about. They basically do compression at a very high uh, pressure level. They go about, I, I think, upwards of 250 millimeters of mercury, which is intense pressure. It's basically tourniquet-type uh, exercise. It does produce results, but it takes um, a strong willed, determined person to do it on a regular basis simply because it's quite intense. So I wanted to design something that, is, uh, that could be used by a 97-year-old. You would never see a 97-year-old uh, perhaps using Katsu on a regular basis. Simply, so, it's, it's, it's great for athletes who compete, and okay. some of the athletes use it. So it's it. a more intense thing. Yeah. And, and the, the Katsu guys were at the, the Bulletproof Conference, yeah. uh, which is cool, and, and you were there as, as well. And I and met Yoishi Sato, a very, very nice man. And he's the same age as me and looks like 
Incredible Hulk. <laughs> so he's, he's doing something right. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, you're using a, a chilled water pressure, and the Katsu system uses an air pressure? They is use that, air, correct. Okay, and, and is it also cooled? I, I believe. No. No, okay, so it, it, it's basically, it, it's, it's blood flow restriction, but without the temperature changes. That's right. And I, uh, I haven't done Katsu yet, although it's been on my list for a long time. I, I can tell you that the chilling has a huge effect just from the exercise we did yesterday, it, yeah. it's, it's very different uh, than what I was expecting. And I, as longtime listeners know, I have a, an ice bath with a digital temperature control. There's a cryotherapy chamber right underneath where we're sitting that does liquid nitrogen. So I'm comfortable with using cold as one of the, the main biological signals that come into us. If you look at biohacking itself, the... The definition of biohacking is changing the environment around you and inside of you so that you have full control of your own biology. So you can do whatever you want to do, right? Mm -hmm. And the big variables in your environment are temperature, <laughs> light, uh, food intake, uh, the time of day matters, like there's a circadian biology, and then uh, there's emotional stress and physiological stress. Mm -hmm. And what you're doing is you're tweaking physiological stress. Oh, and I forgot air, like air pressure and uh, air composition is important, mm -hmm. like how much hydrogen, how much nitrogen and what pressure and things like that because you can vary those but those are oh and emfs i guess would be the other ones electromagnetic frequencies as, as well as light so that's like the set of things we can manipulate and by doing intensity so physiological pressure uh, as well as temperature at the same time and controlling them precisely uh, you've i think you've 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 created a, a unique workaround mm -hmm. for this problem of how do i get enough intensity without overworking the system so that you get the, the healing signal without all of the, the joint stress and all just the other time that it takes to do this. Correct. I, I mean, it's amazing that you've mentioned all of these things because all of these things, including EMFs, is addressed at VASPR. Okay, talk about so, EMFs and VASPR. That's interesting. Okay, so the EMFs, when you're on VASPR, you're barefoot. Yeah. You're barefoot and you are on, um, your feet are on brass plates that are being cooled. Very cold brass plates. Yeah. <laughs> So, so from EMF's point of view, uh, there was a very uh, amazing scientist back in uh, middle to late 60s and to the 70s. His name was Robert Becker. Oh, yeah. This is one of the primary books on biohacking that got me into this years ago. Okay. There you go. Electromagnetism in Life, I believe it was well, called. Well, he, he wrote two books. One is called Body Electric. Ah, that's right. And the second is called Cross Currents. Mm -hmm. And my understanding is he was twice nominated for a Nobel Prize of Medicine. Should have got one. He should have got one. And he actually did a lot of research on um, EMFs. Uh, and he, he was trying to find cure for arthritis, which to this day we don't have a cure. Other than don't eat nightshades for 20% for of arthritis anyway. <laughs> yeah, but what he, what he realized is that uh, the arthritis took off on a very steep curve in um, early 60s when polymers were invented. So when people invented synthetic clothing plastic. like nylon shirts, plastic, nylon carpets, then we would walk around and pick up this massive amounts of static electricity, which is oxidant inflammatory energy. And then you go outside in Robert's sold shoes and you, you, you don't have a way to discharge the static electricity to the ground. And so, so different types of autoimmune disease like arthritis, um, you know, fibromyalgia, uh, lupus, and so forth, that went on a very steep curve in a Western world. But uh, at that point, apparently, in those times, he, he traveled around and he went to India where people were, you have 800 plus million people, and mo many of them working barefoot with cotton clothing, 
they didn't have these issues. So he realized that when you actually download the static electricity to the ground, you can equalize this electromagnetic load in your body. And this goes way back thousands of years into the oldest form of medicine known as Ayurveda. Ayurvedic medicine that came originated in India, over eight, over, it's close to between not eight or 9,000, 10,000 years old. And back then, when you had a patient come to an Ayurvedic doctor complaining of joint pains, the doctor would dig a hole in the ground and bury him yes. up to here. <laughs> and after a piece of, you know, after some time, half an hour, whatever, he would take him out and the pain is gone. So what happened? The, the static electricity got discharged into mm -hmm. the ground negative electrons were absorbed from the ground and your electromagnetic load was absolutely optimized. And, so, and all of that is mitochondrial, by the way. This is in it's the 100%, book. <laughs> it's 100% mitochondrial, you're totally right. But this is what was designed into Vasper. So the reason you are on brass plates... They're, they're grounded. They are grounded. I didn't even know that, but that's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, so you have, you have water going underneath it. Of course, water will pick up uh, and all of that is going to the tank, which is grounded to the electrical system. So you are actually discharging the, uh, the electrical load. And most people that I see right now wear synthetic clothing when they exercise, spandex, all of that stuff. It looks great, but when you exercise in it, it creates massive amounts of static electricity. So when you're in VASPO, you're downloading that uh, during that period. And the reason we cool your feet is because what happens when you're under a hot blanket? What do you do? You stick your foot out. Right, you want to, so your feet are your thermostats and radiators at the same time. So, <clears throat> so we found the right temperature gradient to cool your feet. So you also have a lot of vascular beds, a lot of vascularity in your feet, so that you actually your thermostat is at the right setting, so you can perform better. You've been down to the the bulletproof coffee shop in Santa Monica, right? I have. We have a custom made table, and I I went to great lengths to get this thing made, and. When you sit at this table, you might not even know it if you, if you get a chance to be there, but on the top of it, there's this big, it looks like a circuit board with, with hexagons of embedded metal in the table, and it actually wraps around underneath the edge of the wood, goes down to the metal frame of the table, and it's sitting on a giant piece of steel that we had installed, and it's all electrically grounded. So when people are sitting working at the, on, uh, at the table or just eating uh, the, the grass-fed sliders or what, whatever they order, uh, they are actually touching the table, and they're electrically grounded. They're dumping their extra static charge without even knowing it, a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, but the idea is to build stuff like that in the environment. I had no clue that you built that into your device, and that is so, so neat. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. So now people are getting electrically grounded, which helps inflammation. They're getting the cooling and the motion. Uh, the program that I ran last night, we did a seven-minute warm-up, and then we did uh, some 15 and 30 seconds, pretty sprints. intense intervals, some sprints with a minute or two of very low activity between them. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I mean, I probably could have done more, but I was, I was winded and feeling a little bit, a little bit like a runner's high when I was done with it. Kind of, kind of like I would feel coming out of the cryotherapy chamber, which is only three minutes but has no exercise, where you just get like an opiate response uh, from uh, from endorphins. How do people feel when they're done with Vasper, and how long does the feeling last? When, they, when you're done with Vasper, you basically feel rejuvenated because for several reasons. There was a tremendous amount of blood that you pushed through the body. And, of course, each one of the cells in the body works on osmosis. So all of the nutrients go into a cell via osmosis. All of the waste goes out of the cell via osmosis. So there has to be a 
certain intracellular osmotic pressure to make that occur to, to, to make that exchange happen easily. And to do that, you, you have your perfusion has to be very high. This is why people who do intense anaerobic exercise are relatively healthy unless they get hurt uh, on, on doing it. So, so you're getting a similar feeling here without paying the physiological price, without sweating, without being tired. Normally when you exercise intensely for an hour, it takes you the same amount of time to recover. For your core body temperature to come back to normal, for your perfusion, everything comes back to normal. And most of us don't like the side effects of exercise. And uh, I happen to be one of those people. And also, what I care very much about, as far as living into, you know, over 100 years old, is you cannot afford to destroy your body inside. Yeah. This is the stuff you don't see from outside. Mm -hmm. This is your joints, you know, your kidneys, your liver, your lungs. <clears throat> you have to keep that in relatively decent shape. And the only way you can do that is without... Uh, basically overtraining. So Vasper is an anti-overtraining device. That the idea is to provide you with this benefit of intense exercise without actually paying the physiological price. All right. I've seen this a lot because I, I've done, I still do some coaching with uh, CEO types, but very little because I'm, I'm spending a lot of time as a CEO. But in the earlier days of, of Bulletproof, I, I would maintain 10 or 12 one-on-one -on -one coaching clients. And I see this a lot. You get these these kind of type A entrepreneurs, very successful people, uh, growing companies. But it, like, if you kick ass at one thing, you want to kick ass at everything. So like, okay, you know, I'm going to do a couple Ironman triathlons. I'll run a marathon. Uh, I'm going to fly uh, to Japan the day after. Give a speech and and this super intense thing. And, and I was the same way. I I made six million dollars when I was 26. Lost it when I was 28. Uh, and have that Silicon Valley thing, but you end up like, like driving and driving, and it, it turns out that if you're gonna perform really really well, you have to recover in an equal amount. And being good at recovery was never something that I've been taught in my life. Mm -hmm. So I, I kinda had to learn how to recover. Can someone who's probably overtraining, because they're overtraining in their business life or in their family life, because they have unhealthy relationships, or uh, essentially the, the total physiological and emotional stress load is way too high, because they're overtraining um, on top of over-emotional training. Is Vasper a recovery technology that you can use on top of, of too much physical training so that you recover faster, or should you replace some training with Vasper? Well, you can do both. You can definitely use this as a recovery mode. So we work with hockey players, for example. When they finish a hockey game, they're basically, they feel like almost at the edge of death. And we want to recover them, especially at night. They cannot sleep after that. So, so there are special, there's hundreds and hundreds of different protocol settings that are for either for recovery or for training. And if you use it for training, it should be the first thing you do in the morning. So you could, you could do both. Okay, you can do both. That, that's, that's cool. So someone could literally finish a CrossFit workout and then hop on a Vasper and it would help them recover better from the CrossFit workout? That's right. Okay. And they can also, what they should do is do Vasper before the CrossFit workout, and their CrossFit workout would be much more efficient. Oh, no kidding. That's cool. Because yeah. they're cool? Well, because they're, they're <laughs> hormonally optimized. So okay. one important thing to realize is what happens hormonally. So again, if we go back to a young child, you know, when, you, when you're dealing with four, five, six, seven, eight-year-olds, 
the reason we love being with those people is because they, they don't have depression, they don't require energy drink when they get up. They are just wonderful people to be with. They, they are hormonally balanced. So this is, if, if you look at anyone who is not healthy, the, the one thing that is a perfect uh, measuring device is their hormones. You know, if you look at their hormone levels, their, the growth hormone, testosterone, DHEA, IGF-1, the hormones that actually rebuild your body, and you can actually see huge differences. So, so for athletes, for example, if, if you look at athletes who do synthetic hormones, which is not legal, uh, many of them don't realize the physiological price that they pay for it. So this is something we have seen with uh, baseball a lot. So baseball is a pretty intense sport that requires uh, two things, very quick recovery, especially for the joints, uh, but also increased visual acuity. And the growth hormone actually helps them in both levels. So this is why you've heard about Barry Bonds, A-Rod, all those people, because they actually use, a lot of them use growth hormone to recover and also to increase their visual acuity so they can see that ball better. But once you start using synthetic hormone, <clears throat> it basically turns off your own pituitary gland from making your own hormone because it's flooded by synthetic hormone. It doesn't need to produce any more of, its, of your own hormone. And the pituitary gland is the master gland in your body. It actually controls the hormone production downstream. So it actually triggers uh, testosterone, DHEA, IGF-1. The other hormones that rebuild your body are triggered by the pituitary. So once you stop using, once the pituitary goes on strike because you're using synthetic hormone, then of course you're not making any testosterone. So you have to go to steroids. It's not a choice. You have to start using steroids to have testosterone. And um, you lose what's called a hormonal balance. So this is when you see uh, athletes doing crazy things. You know, they become, uh, they have what's called a droid rage, uh, which is, uh, you know, once your hormonal balance is out, of kilt, then your emotional balance follows it. That's totally true, although the, the roid rage was mostly from the synthetic hormones, not from bioidentical testosterone. Yeah, I, you know, so I don't have huge experience okay. with different, um, different, types of, uh, different types of hormone replacement therapy. Mm -hmm. uh, I just simply know that if, 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 you, if you can stimulate your own hormonal increase, then you're not dealing with the side effects. So what we're doing oh, yeah. is we're, we're stimulating your own growth hormone, which means what we call a downstream anabolic effect, not only doesn't turn off, it's, it's actually intensified. So when we measure those hormone levels on people, we're seeing their testosterone levels go up, their, the, the IGF, the other hormones that actually rebuild the body go up in the same, at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like finding a back door to the entire endocrine system. And that's the beautiful thing about not relying on something from the outside. You're better off to, to, to tweak the environment so your body makes hormones at the level of a 30-year-old when you're 200. Like you, you, you want to be able to do that. Yeah. So far, that's been challenging for most anti-aging professionals. And, and right. you've, you've got some results. A mutual friend who's, I think, 72, who is now basically has 30-year-old testosterone levels, uh, right. I, uh, tons of energy, sharp mind and all that, and you're clearly doing something right. In, in my case, I, uh, there's, the hypothalamus sends signals to the pituitary, pituitary sends signals to the adrenals, and then there's a whole feedback system between all three of those. Uh, when I was 26, 
I was you know, 300 pounds, or maybe I was only maybe 280 then, but I was uh, I was fat, and I was really tired and just dragging, had all these weird symptoms, and was you know, financially successful with that sort of coats of pain on the outside, but just kind of falling apart on the inside. And I, uh, I went to the doctor, and I had tons of estrogen, almost no testosterone at all. I was aromatizing because I had been obese. Uh, and my thyroid levels were, were very, very low, and my adrenals were shot, <laughs> and essentially every hormone made by the pituitary wasn't working before I did any uh, bioidentical replacement. And taking thyroid and taking testosterone really it just improved it. It kind of got me parts of my brain back, and a lot of the other biohacking I've done have, have replaced that. And I actually take less thyroid now than I used to. Uh, I went off testosterone for about three years and could keep my levels reasonably okay but i want them to be like you know late 20s not you know mid 30s uh, sort of mm-hmm. thing even though i'm in mid 40s now um, so i i do bioidentical testosterone uh, and i do it under a physician's guidance and i keep my levels at about 750 which is where i want them to be without you know, without that unless i'm really careful they'll drop to 600 maybe even 500 and like that's not not quite where i want to be for long-term growth so we'll see what happens with Vasper. Maybe I can go off the testosterone. We'll see. But. I think you can possibly reduce it yeah. or go off. So, so Vasper is not perhaps a total replacement for any hormone replacement therapy, but actually it's a great complement because you can, you can then optimize it, especially if you have a physician working with you. Now, I want to switch gears a little bit. You've done some unusual things in your life, and you mentioned that you moved to Hawaii after you sold your first company. Uh, you moved to Hawaii and you live on an organic farm. Uh, similar to me, I'm not in Hawaii, but I'm on an island and I, right outside you saw the, well, it's kind of snowed in right now, but we have a garden that feeds the whole family and, uh, and a little farm stand and all. Why did you, well, you could have gone anywhere you wanted, why did you move to Hawaii? Why did you get an organic farm? Like, What made you make those decisions? The, the initial decision was driven by the school for our children. We found this... Um, pretty incredible school on the big islands called Hawaii Preparatory Academy. And um, it's, you know, we always loved Hawaii. We always loved going there. And uh, I love the culture. Um, and uh, it just, I, I had the type of work, I had a business at, at that point that was um, in Europe that didn't require me to be there. And I just sold the company. So it was, it was a good time to do this. And uh, we wanted uh, our kids to live in a, in a sort of a natural environment and learn about uh, food and all of these things. And, and it actually happened. And our daughter loves it so much that she's still there and, and doesn't want to move, doesn't want to leave. So um, there, there's, there's a certain draw from this endogenous culture type um, spirit that you you have in a place like Hawaii. And uh, this, this whole spirit of aloha that um, people talk about is actually there. And <clears throat> we connect, I, I, I have friends that are, you know, I don't see as often as I, as I did when I was there all the time, but whenever we connect again, it's just like we saw each other yesterday. And in fact, the daughter of uh, my next door neighbor finished business school and the first thing she did is to call me to, she's in California, asking for a job and she's now working for us and and uh, so so we, we maintain those very <clears throat> very close relationships and uh, it's easy to do <clears throat> over there so some people come to Hawaii and they <clears throat> they leave after 
some months or a year or two. And, and for me, it was just like coming home again. So you just felt a, a, a draw to that. Yeah. Now, you mentioned California. I, I forgot to say this, but behind Singularity University on the, the NASA Ames uh, property there in, I guess it's officially Menlo Park, or is it Palo Alto? No, it's Mountain View. It's, it's Mountain View. Okay, Mountain so View. I, I used to live about five minutes from where Vasper's <clears throat> headquarters is. It, it's right near Google, uh, right there uh, on Highway 101, and right ground zero Silicon Valley. And uh, there's this giant hangar, and you're right next to the, the big hangar, uh, right behind Singularity University, uh, which uh, Peter Diamandis runs. Uh, Peter's a, a friend and uh, a guy I really respect and admire, wrote Abundance and Bold and, and basically got the X Prize off the ground. Get that X Prize off the ground? That was a good... Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they're laughing on Facebook that was, anyway. That was literally exactly <laughs> what happened. Yeah. So uh, you're there, but you've got astronauts coming by and you've got a kind of a, a Vasper, what it, Vasper Central, Vasper Labs, what, what do you call it there? Well, that's our. That's where the headquarters is. Okay. And uh, this is addictive, actually. Fat <laughs> water. Like this. Um, <clears throat> we have headquarters at at the NASA Research Park. It's about 400 feet south of the biggest, one of the biggest hangars in the world. That hangar has amazing history. Uh, it used to be used for for blimps, you know, dirigibles that they used, um, you know, World War One. And uh, <clears throat> the hangar is so big that it, when it was covered, it created its own weather. And it actually was sunny outside, but it rained. There were clouds and raining inside the hangar. And they found after a while that <clears throat> they found asbestos in the groundwater because the water was running down the side of the skin. So the skin had to be taken off, and now it's going to be replaced. But that's where all of the, a lot of creative things, amazing creative things are happening. So we're right at the heart of Silicon Valley. And we do work with astronauts. We have um, a system at the astronaut gym at the Johnson Space Center in Houston, uh, used by astronauts currently. We have a Space Act agreement, which is a research agreement with NASA to develop um, exercise technology for astronauts at the International Space Station and for deep space travel. So the human body is basically the weakest link in space exploration. So we have equipment, you know, we've sent um, probes to Mars and deep into space without any problem, but without a human being inside. But once you put an astronaut inside a spacecraft, after you know three or four or five weeks there, a 40-year-old astronaut has the strength of an 80-year-old man. And they're losing bone tissue, muscle tissue. So there has to be, um, and they exercise two or three hours or longer every day to sort of um, slow down the, the decay of their of their body. So we sort of turn into a different species when we go into microgravity. And, um, and there's a tremendous amount of research going into that space to make sure that our body can withstand extended flight. So our goal is to, <clears throat> is to reduce the requirement of exercise to perhaps 20 minutes instead of three to three hours plus. That frees up a lot of astronaut time to do other things. It does. So, and the, and the amazing thing is that other people like uh, SpaceX and uh, private individuals who are, who are definitely very results-oriented uh, are looking at this as well. I, I've chatted with Peter and some of the other leaders in private space flight. I just, I'm very fortunate to, to get time with, with these people. Uh, I've talked with Naveen Jain about this. And I believe that for us to make it to Mars, like, there's some human upgrades that are required. 
uh, I'd ask questions like, okay, we can get a spaceship there, but how do you protect people from uh, mitochondrial damage that happens in, in these environments? Precisely. And bottom line is we've got to hack our mitochondria. And, and I, I reference a few of those kinds of things in, in Headstrong. But the other thing that's happening in space travel right now is that they're finding out that when you spend time without gravity, that your cerebral spinal fluid doesn't get signals it needs. So it actually gets uh, stronger and stronger inside the head and actually shrinks the brain. So they're seeing permanent changes, negative changes in visual acuity after just six months in flight. So if you take someone for two years on the way to Mars, halfway there, their brain is going to be shrunk. So they'll get cognitive dysfunction and they'll get they'll go blind. And do you think that the kind of things that you're doing would affect cerebral spinal fluid as well as blood flow? Or do you have any data on that at all? Because for people listening, your cerebral spinal fluid washes your brain at night. Like this is one of those things that that if you can do anything to to make it work better, you'll change your performance on Earth. But it might be the difference between seeing and not seeing in space. So, do yeah. you think your system can do that? Well, it it would be presumptuous for me to say yes that the, the it, system could do it. I think it can make a big difference in the entire physiology, which could include and would include obviously the CSF or cerebral okay. spinal fluid, as well as as blood and everything else. So there, there's more research that needs to go there. I have, I've designed actually a very specific piece of equipment to, to 100% address exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> of course you have. <laughs> but that design has not yet been uh, put vetted. into a prototype and vetted, and this is my hope that we can do that with Vasper. But basically, uh, what we're talking about is, is if you were an astronaut going up, we would, we would weigh you with your body mass and your, and your weight on the ground and actually check exactly how much body mass you're pressing against the ground at gravity and then take, um, uh, take uh, cast molds of your legs and design a very specific piece of equipment that would pressurize the vascular beds at the right place at the right time. Mm. And another piece of equipment that would slow down the blood flow so you can get the valves to work again. Yeah, so external counter pulsation. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so this is something that that could precisely do what uh, what you just described. It hasn't yet uh, been, you know, developed into a prototype and tested. But the it? idea is there. If if you're listening to this, you could be going like these guys are such geeks. Here's what's happening. In 20 years, the stuff that Peter just talked about will be available widely and cheaply because we'll figure out either it it works or it doesn't. But if it works it'll flow down. A lot of people don't know that, that many of the innovations in your kitchen came from the space shuttle <laughs> research program. Uh, things like Teflon, which actually has negative health effects, some substantial ones, especially if you heat it above 400 degrees. But uh, things Huge like, kind of yeah, <laughs> they're bad for you, right? And it's also created a lot of pollution. Thanks, DuPont. Yeah, we, we know about you. But <laughs> regardless of all that stuff, uh, so much of what we do today came from pushing boundaries and the whole point of, of Bulletproof Radio is I want to interview people who are pushing boundaries and figure out what boundaries you're pushing. So there's another one you're doing aside from the cooling and compression with Vasper. What I want to know, though, is, is what makes you push boundaries like this? Like, tell me what you do in a normal day as a, as a maverick inventor, biohacker guy. Like, like, what time do you wake up? Uh, I wake up at 5 or earlier, 5 in the morning, and <clears throat> I like to uh, do the meditation. Uh, there are several, several other things that I do. Um, you know, most people don't realize that, you know, before computers, we had, uh, we wrote things down with our hand. So we wrote in cursive. And there is a very interesting connection between your hand writing cursive 
and your brain. And, uh, <clears throat> and it actually generates a very specific balance. So I do actually write in cursive, and there is a, there's a phenomenal book that you can download for free online, and the, the book is called Thought Power. Okay, Thought Power. Thought Power. The, the link will be in the show notes for this. So, <clears throat> so I, I've actually transcribed this book. So this is like part of my therapy. So yeah. I, I've, I'm almost done with it. I, I write that uh, every morning. It's, it's amazing just therapy. Just that one book? You actually copy the book? I copy the book in cursive, yeah. Okay. And how many times have you copied it, or just one time? I'm almost done with the first time. Oh, the first I, time. I, I think if I do it again, it'll be a different book. The whole idea is to, is to write in cursive rather than punch keyboard. Interesting. And there's, there's, a, there's a tremendous thing that happens. Yeah. You, you act, it feels great. Like I look forward to doing that. And, and I do my exercise and I do Vasper. So, and, uh, and you know, we eat some pretty amazing food. So. Okay. What, are you on like a special diet of any sort? I'm not. I, the, 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 the form of medicine that actually resonates with me better than anything else is the Ayurvedic medicine. So again, this was done over 10, you know, thousands and thousands of years and, uh, and was done with the, with the purpose of creating results because if you didn't create results, you were not rewarded for the results. So again, you know, Ayurvedic doctor was getting paid full salary when everyone under his care was healthy. That was the whole idea. So this is what I love doing and, and this is the type of philosophy that I, that I aspire to. And, and when you talk about CEOs and people that are <clears throat> driven to succeed. Now, this is, this is a very interesting um, concept that we see in birds and animals. So whenever you see a flock of birds, you know, they're flying in those formations. And the bird that is the leading bird has the shortest lifespan because he has to break the air and create the space for others where they are basically going behind. That's like the person who wakes up earliest in the morning? Possibly. <laughs> Just kidding. But, but, but that bird actually doesn't, you know, has the shortest lifespan as well. Yeah. And there's a competition for that space. Just like there's competition, you know, among CEOs and athletes and so forth to be the best they can. So the whole idea is to do that with intelligence, to balance it and not kill your body inside, but actually do something that does give you that edge. Uh, with a certain amount of wisdom and balance behind it. And that's what I think came from, from India. And there's, a, <clears throat> there's an Ayurvedic uh, college in, in uh, Emeryville, right next to Berkeley, that I go to quite often. It's called Vedika Global. And, uh, and they do amazing programs online as well and teach you how to eat and what foods to eat. And I think what you're doing with diet is, is, is pretty phenomenal. So again, I can't... You know, I can't stop picking this thing up, but it actually tastes amazingly good. And if you look at what you put in it, it's exactly what you need. It's exactly what you need not to just waterlog your body, because if you, if you drink too much water, it's, you can actually die from it. Yeah. You can actually kill yourself with water. If you drink uh, sweet water, like a sugar water, yeah. you know, if you, that's like 12 teaspoons of sugar dissolved in it, which takes your body into acidic state, and, and it actually drains your calcium, it, it does all kinds of great stuff. This feels good, and it feels good afterwards. So it, it, that definitely part of our... We'll, we'll get that into the, the training facility, get some astronauts drinking yeah. it maybe. And well, other people can come though. Your, your facility in Mountain View there is 
Is it open to the public now, or you're about to open it, or what's the... No, it's open to the public. Okay. So you can go... So Vaspor stands for vascular performance. That's where the name came from. Mm -hmm. So if you go to Vaspor.com, you can actually schedule yourself online and there are, to go there. There are hundreds of thousands of, of listeners in Silicon Valley. Like I'm, I'm from there, and, and this, this kind of research is particularly interesting to software developers and people who are actually really willing to just say, you know what, I, I, there is no... Uh, there is no moral benefit to doing more work than is necessary to solve the problem. If you write code, the most elegant code is a single line of code that does everything. It's not 25 lines of code. Exactly. And <laughs> if, if you're doing the same thing when you're controlling your own biology, it's like, what is the one thing I could do that would uh, accommodate or accomplish the most goals in the least amount of time? Uh, so that's why I think this approach is, is just taken off first in Silicon Valley and it's big on Wall Street and stuff. But that's why I think you're located in a great location. So you might have a line out the door from people who listen on, on their way into work. And you're right off the freeway, too. I, I know that neighborhood so well. I mean, it, it's, it's my old stomping ground, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's amazing. But thank you for this. This is, this is actually amazing. Mo many people don't realize that water is actually where your blood comes from. Yeah, what, what you do know? you mean? Like the, well, the, the plasma. Blood is mostly yeah. water. That's true. And if you have the right water and fat is what you need for your brain. So this is amazing, uh, amazing combination of the right things that you should be putting into your mouth. There's something called exclusion zone water. And we had Gerald Pollack at the Bulletproof Conference. I don't know if you saw his talk when you were there. Mm -hmm. But uh, Gerald Pollack really discovered this. And it turns out when water is in a biological system, it's, it's structured in a different way. So your mitochondria need water that is not water that comes out of the sink. They actually have to convert it by making infrared light inside the mitochondria in order to make the water so that it's, uh, it's less viscous, so that it flows better. Mm -hmm. One of the ways you can make exclusions on water is, is it happens at the zone where water sticks to lipid membranes. And that's where we have micro droplets of fat water in there. So the idea is you're getting the actual benefits of, uh, of brain octane, that, which converts directly to ketones, zero sugar. But what I think, the, the reason that I, I feel it very, very strongly there, I, I think that, that it's likely there's a formation of exclusions on water. I, I haven't had a chance to test that, uh, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm talking about ways to do it, but this is very cutting-edge water chemistry. We don't know. But all I know is I drink it, and I feel good. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe more, more good than I would normally feel than uh, if, if I just took a little bit of, of brain octane oil in the same amount. Like, you could take a one-gram capsule. We make capsules. You feel that, but it's different than drinking it dispersed in water. So uh, who, who knows? But I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pleased that it works uh, the way it does. We'll put it that way. And it feels awesome. Now, I'm checking the, the time here, uh, and it looks like we're almost up to the end of the show. And let's see how people are doing on Facebook. There's a bunch of people hanging in there. And let's see, there's a, a question that I'd like, to, I'd like to ask you. And this is a question that I've asked every guest on the show. And it's, if someone came to you tomorrow, based on your entire life, not just what you're doing with Vasper, and said, look, I want to perform better at everything that I do. What are the three most important pieces of advice you'd have for me? What would you offer them? The first advice <clears throat> is you have to move. So our bodies were, were designed to move. So if you don't move, you don't live. So whenever I see people, you know, in, in those little scooters and whatever, I, I see somebody who's going to their grave faster. Movement is extremely important. And the second thing uh, is the thing has, the second thing that is perhaps even more important is what goes inside your mouth. And the 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 the, 
the bulletproof diet i've i've been to your um, bulletproof coffee shop it's it's a completely different experience than than going someplace and and throwing something into your stomach because you actually feel rejuvenated afterwards so we do need to get smart about um, what we consume because you are what you eat and then the <clears throat> the third thing would be how you think about life so this this book thought power actually is amazing because it it it, it teaches you how much change in your life and in others you can influence just by um, controlling your thoughts and and um, and realizing the amount of energy and power that you can change inside yourself and 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 how you can how you can actually influence others so all of us live in a better connected world all of us are connected and the idea is i love what you do this biohacking as a is a great antidote to, you know, just taking a pill and thinking that um, that's going to help. Very often, you know, it may help somebody who sells the pill, but not the person who consumes it. There's a big industry of that, right? Right. So, so I think we're in the same tribe as far as what yeah. we're, 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 we're doing, and it's all about creating positive difference in the lives of others. But those three things, moving, right food, and uh, and positive thoughts. So the, the Ayurvedic medicine has a very interesting thing about food that mm -hmm. applies to Bulletproof as well. So they basically said that if the food is right, no medicine is necessary. And if the food is wrong, no medicine will help. And, uh, and yeah. I, I've definitely have always admired the work you've done and Thank obviously the, the results you've created for yourself and others. I, uh, I really appreciate that and I appreciate your, your knowledge and wisdom. One of the things that, that I maybe don't, uh, I don't talk about enough on Bulletproof Radio is uh, the learning from people with a lot more experience than you. So you're, you're almost 69, I'm 44, so you, you've been around the block a few times more than I have. Uh, probably made a lot more mistakes than I have yet. <laughs> so if I can avoid some of my mistakes by learning from yours or share that with a, a couple hundred thousand people, uh, maybe we'll all benefit from that. And uh, uh, so it, it, it's always it, it's always fun for me to get to interview someone with a lot more experience than I have, which is which is great. So, thanks for being on Bulletproof Radio. I really appreciate it. Where Thank can people doing. find out more about Vasper aside from going to your place in Mountain View, Vasper.com, if I remember right? Or yeah, Vasper.com. If you go to Vasper.com and you want to, if you live in obviously not close to Mountain View, we have uh, some commercial facilities that use Vasper, so you can actually find out where they are. So at this moment, it's United States and Canada. Uh, starting next week, we will have uh, two in Europe, one in Poland, one in United Kingdom and England. And uh, hopefully that's going to keep on expanding. So, uh, cool. But Vasper.com is the place. And there's a, uh, you can send an email to info at Vasper uh, if you have any questions. I would be happy to, to respond. Right. I would encourage you to... Uh, it, if this is interesting, find a, a place near you, go give it a try. Uh, they usually let you use it for an amount of money less than a massage uh, or a, a, maybe a little more than a yoga class, but it's, it's, not, it's not outrageous. Uh, these are not meant to be uh, consumer grade unless you're a very, very successful consumer maybe. Uh, but if, if, it, if it works and you love it, uh, you'll soon find that you want to go to your local gym and just say, guys, you need to put one of these in. And and that's how we drive change in, in workout facilities. 
my take on this is, look, if I have an hour, I could go get on an, uh, an elliptical machine and just crank for an hour. Uh, great. But what if I did a 20-minute workout <laughs> and I got way more benefits than I would have in the hour and I freed up 40 minutes? I could take that 40 minutes, I could go play with my kids, uh, I could write another uh, another blog post for you. Uh, I could uh, I could just meditate, or I could do some neurofeedback. Uh, there's just so many things you can do. The world is is more abundant and more interesting and more rich now than it ever has been in all of history. Despite all the whatever people are saying about 2016 or, or whatever current negative news cycle you're in, there's so much cool stuff. Like this phone in my hand has more compute power than was on the planet when I was born. Like, like it's, it's the coolest time ever to be alive. So why would you waste it doing inefficient exercise? I, I just, I don't get it. Uh, there is no merit in suffering more than is necessary to get the results you want. So you should minimize suffering. And when you do that, you'll maximize what you have to give back to the rest of the world. And that's why I wanted Peter on the show today. So Peter, thanks again. Thank you, David. Thank you. If you like the show, or you like this on Facebook, since we did a live broadcast on this one, uh, there's a couple things you could do. One is go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a five-star review. It makes more difference than you'd possibly imagine. It's just a way to say thanks for this kind of an interview. Uh, you can also go to the Facebook page. There's the Bulletproof page, and I always put the podcast up on the Dave Asprey uh, public person page on Facebook. So if you're not following that, I'd appreciate it if you went there and just click follow or like or whatever it is you click on Facebook for that so that I can notify you about these. All right, on that note, thanks, you're, everyone. You're much, I mean, I'm learning from you, just lear- listening to all this stuff. Uh, I, thank it, you. I'm fortunate to be surrounded by a lot of smart people who tell me good stuff. Yeah. All right, thank you all. Have a wonderful day. Human Upgrade, formerly Bulletproof Radio, was created and is hosted by Dave Asprey. The information contained in this podcast is provided for informational purposes only and is not intended for the purposes of diagnosing, treating, curing, or preventing any disease. Before using any products referenced on the podcast, consult with your healthcare provider, carefully read all labels, and heed all directions and cautions that accompany the products. Information found or received through the podcast should not be used in place of a consultation or advice from a healthcare provider. If you suspect you have a medical problem or should you have any healthcare questions, please promptly call or see your healthcare provider. This podcast, including Dave Asprey and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. This podcast is owned by Bulletproof Media.